0: Welcome to the Peacock and Gamble
1: podcast. Hello, it's the Peacock and Gamble podcast. I'm Ray Peacock, hello. Oh, hello, I'm Ed Gamble. Hello, Ed Gamble. Shake hands, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Nice to to meet meet you, lovely boy. In the end, all right, let go now. Here we are, episode thirty. Yeah, happy birthday, fir- happy, thirty! Happy birthday, thirty years old today. The Peacock and Camel Podcast. Who would have thought thirty years ago that it would, still, <laughs> it would still be going now? It's a long time, isn't it? Yeah, it is. What are your favorite memories of it?
0: Oh, the day it was born, I think.
1: Yeah, I think my favorite memory of it is that day when it fell off its bike.
0: yep yeah, uh, and we took, but we took the stabilizers off anyway, yeah. and put
1: a plaster on its knee. Yeah, and it got, and it got. Do you know what, listener? It got back on that bike, and literally within seconds, drove straight out into. The traffic. <laughs> I mean, people were looking at us like we were bad parents, and they had a point, because it clearly couldn't ride the bike.
0: No, and we still let it ride along by the motorway. Yeah,
1: I've never understood that thing, you know, that, you know, when people go, oh, we we your bike, get back on it straight away, remember?
0: Yeah. You know, oh, if
1: you have children, they go with the bikes, put them back on it straight away. No. No, they clearly can't do it. You don't say, put your, put your child in the kitchen, let them have a sharp knife all in their eye. Oh, oh they the dry out, well, give them the knife straight
0: away again, because otherwise they won't learn. And no one ever says, oh, I was driving my car the other day and had a really bad crash. Oh, well, get back in my car and drive it again. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's broken and I've got brain damage. Nobody ever says that. <laughs> no, exactly. Is <Like> that the tattoo? <laughs> You've done a tattoo on yourself. What what, what do you think of that? I don't know what it is, for a start. I think it was a butterfly. Right, and when did you do that? Middle of the night. Middle of the night, just by yourself, you did a temporary tattoo.
1: I I, I tidied up the office.
0: Yeah. Because I knew you were coming. Right.
1: I threw loads of old car insurance stuff away, and in the middle
0: of it all was some tattoos. (laughs) Some uh, water-on tattoos, so I thought I'd better put them on. You go through life in a very obvious to track way. As soon as you do something grown up you have to do something childish immediately afterwards. Obvious to track? As in you can see you can see how it goes. If you do something grown up then immediately you will go and do the most juvenile thing possible oh, right. to counteract it. So you say that I'm predictable? No I'm not Not predictable but once you look back at the evidence then you can see how it's all put together. I've never heard obvious to track. I mean neither I've just made it up. Doesn't oh, right. really make sense it's does it? It's a good phrase though <laughs> obvious to track I like that one. Well uh,
1: hopefully today's podcast won't be obvious to track <laughs> and it'll be all all a surprise and stuff some regular sections I don't like the
0: idea of me being predictable I do, not predictable but obvious to track look at the evidence and you can see that you do something grown up and if you have to do that for an intense period of time then you will immediately have to relax by doing something childish am I not adorable? Yeah, it is adorable. I, t- I know, can't say I adorable. You-
1: I got turned off because it's a bit adorable this week. Really? No sense of humour over them, police. <laughs> <laughs> Traffic, police, no sense of humour at
0: all. The thing is, you can tell you've done your tax recently. I have done is- the
1: tax, I've done it all the
0: way through. See, that is a really grown-up thing. I know. But then I came over here today knowing you'd done your tax, yeah. and what did I find? A home special effects injury kit. Right, well that's got nothing to do with my tax.
1: I'll tell you what that is. Me and you, and, and now I realise <laughs> that what you're saying might hold some weight. Right. Because me and you last week went in for a telly meeting. Yeah. Now, all right, we didn't act particularly mature enough. <laughs> but it is a grown-up thing to do. It is a grown-up thing to, to drive into London yeah. and have a telly meeting. Yeah. And so I'd done that. Yeah. And when I drove out of it again, I got to right like Brent Cross area, and it was really busy. It was too busy. Um. So i come out of the traffic and went to Toys R Us. Yeah. And I bought some um, Star Wars Lego, a little one. I bought Toy Story Lego, Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> and, and as I was going, and as an impulse buy, yeah, I bought a special effects kit, ten pounds nine ninety five it was. So you see what I'm saying. One of the best
0: things I've ever bought. Yeah, you've done one on me today. Yeah, no, you? I did two myself,
1: last night. I? Yeah, <laughs> I did one where i partially severed thumb. Yeah, and another one partially severed middle finger. Yeah. <laughs> Blood everywhere.
0: So you see what I'm saying now? You do something grown up and you immediately, to counteract it, have to do something immature. I think if you ever had to go to a lecture about Shakespeare, you uh, you would afterwards immediately shit your nappy and eat pureed apple. (laughs)
1: I think it's a a nice existence to have.
0: I think it's great because you're never stuck in a rut, are you? (laughs) Very, very rarely. I did say about you the other day that you live your life in very intense bursts. We were on the train coming back from a gig that you were doing. Yeah. And you ran up and down the train collecting all the free newspapers (laughs) as a present.
1: I regularly do that?
0: Yeah, you did that. You ran up and down, giggling, fell off one of the seats... (laughs) sat down opposite me and went, I'm tired. i was <laughs> really tired? And that's how intensely you live your life. Yeah. You act like an idiot, like loads, <laughs> for a short amount of time, and then go, and then I've got to go bed. I need a sleep. Then. Yeah. <laughs> I need a
1: sleep. Well, they said in, they said in that meeting, didn't they, the other day, are telling people, they said that they found us exhausting.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: they, they found the small talk exhausting, is what they said and th- and I countered that by saying I'll have you know that we are the perfect people to work with Yeah. because you have to put up with us for the morning and then you have to wake <laughs> us up in the afternoon <laughs> you have to just give us a lot of sugar in the afternoon Yeah. because otherwise we, we won't work- be able to perform
0: yeah you are like a, a little kitten is how I would g- compare you to an animal All or something right. well, I would like describe that. you as a little kitten because I have had a little kitten before yeah. and they play with a ball of wool and then you'll find them napping in the vegetable drawer
1: <laughs> if I could fit in it I'd get in it <laughs>
0: Vegetables.
1: I don't even know what he's on about. Are you criticising me or not? Well, no, I'm not. I like
0: watching it happen. Yeah. But sometimes I think... Will you think... marry me? <laughs> sometimes I think it can. the naughtiness can get so concentrated right. that you fuck up your own life. Do you think I am pure evil? Yeah. <laughs>
1: No, I think you are pure fun. Yeah, I am pure fun, but underneath it there is a devil. Yeah.
0: yeah, but this train journey, you got tired, but you got a little rush of energy, didn't you? It's this, this is my best ever joke. Yeah. Without a doubt my best ever joke. You
1: know what I'm going to say then? Yeah, totally. I know. Well, obviously I know I know how it ended. I got off the train. Yeah. That's my best ever joke. Then. Look
0: round. Yeah. And you were waving at me. From, goodbye, yeah. waving goodbye from the train. Yeah. The train door shut and the train left was you still waving at it me was... and just as it pulled into the distance you made a face like you'd suddenly realized
1: it was a split second decision it, yeah it well it has to be it was like it. literally cuz it was it was the last train it was so late yeah and you got off the train and i thought it would it would be funny <laughs> it would be so funny if he just turned around and i'm not there <laughs> <laughs> and he sees me still on the train. And and just went for it. This sees the day. You've got to do them things.
0: Yeah. Well, luckily you managed to get back, didn't you? Well, it wasn't really too far, was it?
1: But I hadn't thought of that, by the way. Yeah. We got off at Hatfield. Yeah. And I then went to Garden City. Which and isn't too there, far away. Which is fine. Yeah. The, the equidistant, really, from my house.
0: But you didn't know in your head whether it it that could have stopped in London. No, or... I,
1: I wasn't thinking, yeah. oh, I can get off at Garden <laughs> City in a minute. I, I, I hadn't got that far with it. I got as far as, I'll just stay on the train. It'll be hilarious. and we'll we'll worry about it later (laughs) and luckily it turned out for the best. I was like oh it's only down the road anyway so it's fine yeah Um, but no best joke ever (laughs) went in the garage earlier on yeah to get a sausage roll (laughs) lovely stuff I'll tell you why because I was in house the other night, right, and I, I get annoyed that supermarkets don't have sausage rolls, where the sausage
0: inside it is pink like at Greg's or at the garage. I noticed that when you brought the sausage roll out, it was very pink.
1: Yeah, and I like that in the sausage. Yeah. I don't like it when the sausage is all brown and mushed up.
0: Yeah, see, that's the colour a sausage should be, really. Well, uh, well, I, I like... It shouldn't be bright pink. I like a bright pink one. Right, okay, you like the processed one.
1: Yeah, and um, there was a lady in there, and she was stacking the shelves and stuff, right? She was, like, shooting it with, like, a barcode thing. Right. Obviously checking prices and stacking stuff and that yeah. yeah. and she was right at the other side of the garage and the bloke who's been in the till shouted something and she said what do you want and he went rubbish bags and she went you're rubbish <laughs> <laughs> right to right, so the bloke and then, and then I laughed I laughed and then she went you're a rubbish bag
0: <laughs> and I started crying laughing
1: <laughs>
0: I wanted to talk about Tesco Oh, right, okay. I know we thought we'd, we'd left that. It's left normally that me that about Tesco. I know no, it's normally you. Because uh, if people remember, uh, we started a campaign against Tesco. Because you're barred because they wouldn't let you wear your hood ud- indoors. We
1: got sent, I think, the other week about they banned
0: pyjamas or something. Yeah, they'd banned people shopping in their pyjamas.
1: I mean, eventually. I mean, they're not far off going, right, no blacks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're already banning people for stupid reasons. Yeah.
1: And banning someone for the colour of their skin is equally stupid. Yeah, there you go. So why would they not do it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. I
1: mean we can we we can say that we hypothetically think Tesco are gonna do this. Yeah. And there's no legal I don't I can't yeah. see a legal right. impediment there. All right. I've got
0: another one then. What? Um I think Tesco are in charge of a child porn ring. No
1: that no, because that's what? that's saying that you think something is happening now. Right. So legally th- legally you can't say that. Alright, I you think could, I could, think
0: they used to be in charge of a child porn ring.
1: Again, you're stating that as a fact that's happened. Right. You, you could, Maybe I think. No, you could say you could say <laughs> I could envisage one day Tesco being in charge of a child porn ring yeah. and there's no way proving that. Because we
0: can envisage, you can envisage anything. Yeah. yeah.
1: You can't say that they used to be in charge of one.
0: <laughs> but I'm not saying they're doing it now. No,
1: but it doesn't matter because you're still stating it as a fact right. of something that's happened. Right. Which probably hasn't. Right. I mean, we can't say it definitely hasn't. Right. Because we don't have access to all Tesco's files. I
0: think their sweet potatoes have got spunk in.
1: Right, you can't say that. Though. Or
0: you, no, it d- will, will in a minute. <laughs>
1: But i think mean, that's self-incriminating, because that sounds like you're going to go spunky in our sweet potatoes. Yeah, I might do if you... well, I'll right, come with you. Right. You went in
0: Tesco at Christmas. I didn't go in Tesco, Yeah, you did. did? You went in Tesco to get stuff for the live show. Yeah, I did, Because yeah. you ran me up. Well, because you wanted some Tesco bags. And you... <laughs>
1: and, and you... <laughs> You and what wanted wanted the baguette as well? Yeah. For the live show. Yeah. Did be a Tesco baguette?
0: Well, it did. It was more more authentic. In, in it, the certainly. story,
1: it was a Tesco baguette. We yeah. did be a Tesco baguette. You sent a text through to the girl who was running the show. Yeah. And said, "Can you ask Arthur oh, Scargill if I can cross <laughs> the picket line and buy a baguette?" <laughs> <laughs> Which really made me
0: laugh. Yeah, and I did.
1: Yeah, no, you did. But I said, "What did I say?"
0: You, you said that I, I was allowed to buy a baguette from Tesco if I broke all the other ones. No, I said
1: broke and another one. Yeah, well, I, I did. I did anyway. I
0: broke one of them. Right, fine. I bought, I bought a baguette and left a broken one there. Well, that's eye for an eye, then, isn't it? <laughs> and I dented some of the tins as well. Oh, mate, don't go overboard. All right, sorry. Right, what's right. Well, story? this news story is possibly the most ridiculous one yet. All right, is it true? It is true. There is a woman who is true on it. What papers? It. In? Uh, it's in the Metro. A hungry shopper was barred from buying a supermarket cheese and onion quiche until she proved that she was over 21. <laughs> Christine Cudahy, 24, was stunned to be asked for ID at the Tesco till before being allowed to buy the 51-piece snack. The girl told me, you don't look over 21, I need some proof of age. I told her that I was certain the proof of age laws do not apply to quiche, but she said, we really have to be strict now, and this applies to quiche bought over the counter. What? At first I thought she was joking, but her face was deadly serious. Miss Cudahy argued with the cashier at a store in Coventry before finally producing her driving licence. A spokesman for the supermarket apologised and said, we are at a loss to say what has happened. <laughs> <laughs> that is mental. In it? <laughs>
1: tesco, what, Tesco I IDing for quiche?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, I think something's going on there. It's weird, isn't it? It, it does sound like some sort of cult, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. You get ID'd to have a quiche. Yeah. You're not allowed to wear gym jams they are not, not f- allowed to wear an hoodie And, um, and they, yeah, they run a child porn ring. They don't. Oh, sorry. You
1: can't keep saying that they sorry, run a child porn ring. Sorry,
0: but they they do ID people for quiche. I know, but we don't know that they definitely run a child porn ring. I can't believe they're IDing people for quiche, but we'll sell anyone child porn. No, they don't. You can't. Oh, so, I'm sorry. Sorry, I keep, even getting, mi- it. keep
1: even, getting mixed up. But even as a joke,
0: I'm not sure I can put this in. <laughs> I know you are joking. And I am I'm joking and it's not true. There you go. I've got out of it now. No, because that's equally legally... Um, oh, what? They're going to sue me for saying they don't run a child porn ring? Well, what if they do? All right. They well, might run one. All right. <laughs> no, you've said it now. I've not. You said that they do. No, I said they... i said they might. All right, they might. They might. Uh, Tesco might run a child porn right, ring. Right,
1: that's fine. All right, well, there right, you go. And no, but we don't know until... We, the only way we can say conclusively, either way, <laughs> is if we have full access to all their files. <laughs> So, Tesco, if you want us to stop saying that you might run a child porn ring, <laughs> then you're going to have to send us all your files.
0: I'm <laughs> so a quiche. I'm 23. A quiche as well, please. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Speaking of um, regular sections... Yeah. I've got a bit of uh, advice for you. Oh, yeah? For when you go on your holidays. <laughs> of this. Is this going to be a regular section? Right. Where, where are you going? I'm not... Know the language of the country you are visiting, and, find, and find out the climate. <laughs> Temperature will affect your insulin. Right, if your insulin gets too hot or too cold, it will become ineffective.
0: You're giving me diabetic advice. If you're
1: staying in an hotel, find out if they've got a fridge in the room. Who are you going with? Ensure the people you're traveling with know you are diabetic, and they know how to treat a hypo. <laughs> if you're traveling alone, then just tell the cabin crew. The cabin crew. Cabin crew. <laughs>
0: Other what that, sort of holiday am I going that on? That does
1: assume that you are on a plane. <laughs> How long are you staying for? Make sure you've got enough medicine for it. Where are you getting all this from? This is a diabetic friend. <laughs> Before travelling, check. You've got travel insurance, that you're fit to go, so that'll be important one for you. Enough medication. <laughs> Note from your doctor. Yeah. Explain you need co needles. Yeah. Medical kit. <laughs> and feet. It says it does say that. Ensure you have no problems and you're taking the correct footwear.
0: It doesn't mean remember to take your feet. Skiing with diabetes.
1: <laughs> the cold climate. Right. Now, being cold decreases the circulation to your skin. This will mean insulin will be absorbed slower than normal. But when you warm up, it'll be uh, absorbed normally, so make sure you're not uh, fooled. <laughs> Don't give yourself too much insulin. Right, yeah. Make sure your body doesn't feel you. Saying. Okay. Hypo. When you're having a hypo, your body can't shiver properly. Right. So don't have an hypo. <laughs> insulin. Should be to above four degrees C, as we know. Testing. Test yourself frequently Again, ensure you have more than enough testing strips. Take care of your feet. <laughs> Always wear comfortable skiing boots. Lastly, stay together. Don't ski alone. I don't know if that's exclusively to diabetics. <laughs> and then at the bottom, it says, most importantly, have fun. <laughs> so it tells you all the ways of not having fun that you've got to do, but don't forget to have fun on it.
0: It says, most importantly, don't forget to have fun. I reckon uh, the insulin figure's the most important. Yeah, I think don't have an IPO and die yeah. is the most important thing. So why have you suddenly gone on a little mission to teach teach me about diabetes? It's our
1: regular section. Not the diabetes thing. That will be boring. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to start joining Facebook groups. Yeah. Every week, we're going to join a new one. Both we're, of us. Yeah, we come to you. And I've joined one this week. <laughs> Diabetic friend. Diabetic friend. Right. Um, I think I've misunderstood it, you know, because <laughs> it, it was it was a, a fan page yeah. I, called Diabetic Friend, yeah. and I thought it meant if you have got a friend who has got diabetes, <laughs> but I think it means oh this this site is a friend, friend to, to, people. To, yeah. to
0: diabetics. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I went on there and said I've got a diabetic friend. His name's Ed Gamble <laughs> Oh, right dear. now, they clearly thought I was mentally deficient. <laughs> well, they would do yeah. in, in some way, but they wrote back and said, I'm a good friend. They said, I hope you find this website useful, that one that I've just read from. Yeah, to help you understand a little more of what he's going through. <laughs> you are a good friend, smiley face. That's lovely. And then I wrote on it, I'm not a good friend, I make you meet double deckers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's the end of your relationship with that Facebook They deleted group. that one, yeah. But... <laughs> But they've kept the other ones on. Well, thank you very much for doing that, mate.
1: Well, no, I'm glad. I'll give, would, you, I'll give so you some. I'll give you
0: some more facts about it. W- would you would you say that you did it mainly to help me out because you are a friend and I'm diabetic, or yeah. to join the Facebook group for the new regular section of the podcast? A bit of both, actually. Right. Okay. Hypo's. Now, I've asked you many times to explain to me
1: what happens if you have a diabetic coma, which I presume is a hypo.
0: No, a hypo is just having a lo- uh, your blood sugar going low and feeling a bit weak. So you'll get
1: sweating, trembling, altered vision, problems with. Mood- Movement. Not yourself, emotional coma, stroke fits. Brackets very rare. Now I think you do most of them anyway. <laughs> right, sweating is you. Problems with movement. And I'm not sweating. Not yourself. You're emotional, and you have comas, stroke fits. I do tremble. You do tremble because you tremble when I put that special effects makeup on you. You're trembling to the touch. Um, and their advice for that is mix sugar with milk. So. There's a uh, there's this week's facts from diabeticfriend.co.uk.
0: Hey, I'm going to help you out um, with your problem because you've helped me out with my diabetes. So we're gonna I'm going to help you out with your problem you've uh, got.
1: It's unconditional, mate.
0: Tit for tat, mate. All right. All right. So yeah. get your tit out. Here we go. Now your problem is that you are a bit grumpy, but medically.
1: Yeah, medically a bit grumpy.
0: Yeah, yeah. bipolar disorder, isn't it? Well... Don't get sad that I said that. Well, I like, it, I like calling it manic depression. I don't like bipolar. Manic depression makes you sound like Tasmanian devil. Yeah,
1: bipolar sounds like a pervy
0: bear. Yeah, well, there you go. You you, you are bipolar because that is what you are, a pervy bear. All right. Yeah, this is more help and also a compliment. What are you doing? Turn, I'm reading from the Metro again. Fucking hell,
1: what is this Metro podcast?
0: Turns out, right? Yeah? That that means you are clever, probably. What, bipolar? Yeah. I knew that already. A grade scholars are more likely to suffer bipolar disorder, according to a study of more than 700,000 students. Right.
1: Before we go any further, yeah. I have 12 GCSEs, yeah. five A levels, and a degree. Not one of them was an A. <laughs>
0: Right. I've never got an A. Pupils at the top of their class are four times more likely to suffer from the problem. Yeah, I wasn't there. Right, listen. Students who excel in languages and music have particularly strong associations. Right. Winston Churchill suffered yeah, from I a know. black dog of depression. I know that. So don't get a black dog, because that doesn't what? help. Get a brightly coloured one and that'll cheer you up. But, but then at the end it says children with the poorest grades also ran nearly double the risk of bipolar <laughs> disorder. So you could be thick, it's 50-50 really.
1: I think I'm somewhere in the in the middle. I think I put it on. (laughs) (laughs) Probably for attention.
0: (laughs) Anyway, talking of my dad. (laughs) Yeah, go on. Uh, I do want to tell you a story about my dad. This happened a while ago, but I just remembered it recently because he tends to bring it up every time I see it. Right um went to the supermarket and um, yeah he does yeah uh, went up to the bakery counter was it on a Saturday or a Sunday Saturday probably yeah, one wouldn't yeah. it? yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh went up to the bakery counter right to yeah. get some bread right yeah. he squinted at uh, the sort of list of bread and what what yeah. was on offer he went oh can i uh, oh get one of those danish boogs? <laughs> and the lady went um sorry the one of the Danish boogs, the white ones over there, the Danish boog. She went, oh, I don't think, I've no, not heard of anything. It says it there, the Danish boog. She looked around and went, the Danish 800 gram.
1: <laughs>
0: and he's a lawyer. And he's a lawyer, yeah. <laughs>
1: Was he joking though?
0: No. Right. he wasn't joking because you tell me the other one you tell me one about him about me the pub yeah I, I wasn't there this time he's recently told me this one because we were talking about the boog incident yeah um, he went he, I think he was buying some drinks for some friends he yeah. went up to the bar and said could I have six pints of dr. or ale please draft <laughs> <laughs> Now, regular listeners to this podcast, hello, Graham, might, <laughs> <laughs> might remember a few weeks ago... a
1: fan called Graham? Probably. Hey, if you're a fan of this and you're called Graham, can you get in touch, please? <laughs>
0: I don't reckon we've got a fan called Graham. I bet we have.
1: I want to find this week, is a new section, <laughs> right? Find a fan. <laughs> right? I want to get... That's going to take ages. As many people that you know who are called Graham, you've got to get to join our Facebook group. Yeah,
0: that'd be brilliant.
1: And also, for the ladies, we're going to have um,
0: Julie's. Julie's, yeah. All right yeah. then. Yeah.
1: So as many Julie... Julie is. Yeah. <laughs> and as many Grahams as you can. If you're already a Julie or a Graham, then hey, say hello. Yeah. <laughs> Because you are our podcast fan of the week. Julie's and Grahams. Julie's and Grahams? Yeah, that would be, week. be It would be next week. We would just pick random names every week. Yeah. This week, Julie and Grahams. <laughs> come, come and take a bow. Sorry, Ed, what were you saying?
0: <laughs> right, uh, regular listeners will remember that um, a few episodes ago, uh, I uh, told you the amazing story of the woman in India who gave birth to a baby that fell through the toilet that on the train. That
1: was a long time ago. Wasn't yeah, it? a long
0: time ago, right? And you didn't believe it. I, don't, I still don't. Basically, it was the story of a woman who went and sat on the toilet in the tr- on a train in India. Yeah. And because it just the toilets go straight through to the track, she yep. gave birth to a baby. Nonsense. Baby came out bollocks and went on the track. They found it and it was still alive. Amazing. All, right? all of
1: those things aren't true.
0: And that has given me a new idea for a section. Yeah. well... Ed's amazing births. <laughs> right. I think it's a good yeah. idea and I think it could transfer to telly quite have you easily found another because birth? everyone likes a birth and everyone likes an amazing thing. Right. I have found another birth. Thanks for asking, Ray. Well, I just hope that this section isn't
1: set in a lighthouse. <laughs> because as we found out if you go into a telly meeting and say you want to set your program in a lighthouse they look at you like you're fucking mental
0: they do and then the other like one of the group might then realize that that is a bit mental and start looking at the other one like yeah. he thinks that one is that, mad
1: i want to bring this up now
0: never mind your birth section
1: Right. If we're in a meeting, right, and we've both decided that, <laughs> that we are setting our programme in a lighthouse, yeah. you can't, when the telly people go, well, I'm not so sure about that, you can't go, no, neither my Ray is stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but in, I did genuinely th- rethink the lighthouse idea in the meeting. Anyway, Ed's Amazing Births. The tale of the miraculous conception. The uh, other thing is This what, isn't just the Bible, be, be, by the way. Before
1: you do this as well, by the way, <laughs> yeah. can I just say that during the meeting... Ed started arguing for there to be a zombie band, <laughs> right in the program, but but couldn't come up with a good reason why. So everyone's looking I at me. I think that is as weird as the lighthouse. Everyone's looking at me like I'm a dickhead for saying it should be it should be hosted in a lighthouse, and yet they're all ignoring him in the corner, going, "No, we can have a band every week, but they had done up as zombies." <laughs> why, Ed? <laughs>
0: zombies. <laughs> But I'm the idiot for saying it should be a lighthouse. Right, a woman with no funny has had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> what favours is this one, please? The Metro again. Did you subscribe to the Metro? No, I found it
1: on the bus. Right, go on. Right,
0: a woman with missing genitals. <laughs> right, just literally no funny, right?
1: Well, what's she got there then? Has
0: had a baby. Just blank. <laughs> well, i it by osmosis. <laughs> No, i tell you how she's had it. Oh, is this going to be horrible? Yeah, it is a bit horrible. Right, well,
1: can we warn listeners now, then? All it's, right. it's going to. This is going to be graphic.
0: She's got no vagina, right? What? Right. How did she have it, you're asking? Caesarean, right? Right. Right, she was going out with a gentleman. Yeah. She split up with the gentleman. Okay. D- then she started going out with another man. Her ex-boyfriend <laughs> caught her in a bar, giving mouth pleasure to her new boyfriend. In a bar? That's what it says. It doesn't mention... An, Wh- I think where was this? South Africa. Right. Is
1: that normal behaviour Southern, South Southern Africa. Southern Africa. Africa right. South Africa is that normal behaviour in Southern Africa I, don't, I
0: wouldn't like to say to give mouth pleasure in a bar doesn't I think to be honest the main details are about how she got pregnant with with no um, downstairs smile right so I think we're going to have to go into that um Wendy um Yeah, swallowed it. Okay, right. Old boyfriend walks in, right? Always pissed off, right? What does he do? Stabs her in the stomach. This is absolute nonsense. Right, stabs her in the stomach, right? Fucking hell, sperm, right? From the stomach, nonsense into the baby factory. Absolute nonsense. Sorry, mate. Right, they say it's an internet story, right? And well, no it one, is, it no is. one believed it 22 years ago. But now they have found it again, and they say it is true. The case was first reported in the respected British Journal of Obstetrics and Gynaecology in 1988. Dr. Alan Pacey, senior lecturer at the University of Sheffield said last night it seems like a possible plausible story but I imagine it is incredibly rare timing is everything and it would have had to have happened very quickly after the man ejaculated and that is true because woman right swallows it didn't contact with her straight in her gob right Yeah. other man walks in oh my god what's happening stabbing the tummy wait what was that he just did (laughs) (laughs) Chinese (laughs) right the fact that the son resembled the father excludes an even more miraculous conception it's just absolute bollocks no it's not it's all about the tummy
1: I mean I don't even know where to start with this
0: (laughs) I couldn't believe that there was a woman with no funny. Yeah, well
1: that's straight away.
0: What I thought is, do you think she had her name printed on it like Barbie?
1: (laughs) Right, I'm not saying that can't happen.
0: Right, no, that is true. There was a woman with no funny. Right,
1: she was giving pleasure to a man with a mouth in a bar. Right, yeah, at a bar, at at the bar, yeah, yeah, yeah. probably waiting for him. Yeah, I think the bar might be probably a (laughs) Weatherspoons. (laughs) <laughs> right, what Did you
0: work not get the service quick enough? Yeah.
1: Then her ex-boyfriend came in.
0: Yeah. Stabs her in the tummy. In the tummy. She. St- what? I, the way I imagine it, right? And I think this is what happened. Stabs her in the stomach. Yeah. Straight out the stomach into her baby factory. This is absolutely nine months late. Li- nine months later, little baby. Right. <laughs> and that is Ed's amazing births for this right.
1: week. <laughs> no, we're not just going to let that go.
0: The right. stomach
1: isn't just above the baby factory. <laughs> Right? Right. So what we're saying is, is he stabbed him in the stomach? Yeah. And then why did that then land in a baby factory?
0: Coincidence.
1: It's not coincidence. They're nowhere near each other. I mean, you've got your lower intestine there. You've got your upper intestine there. I mean, there's lots of things there. Before... I'm
0: saying that it went down all them things like a slinky.
1: So really, the stabbing was irrelevant.
0: No, because the the spunk had to get out of the... Stomach, because otherwise it would just come out in poo.
1: Yeah, but if it came out of the stomach, it wouldn't then land in the baby factory. Well, it did, it, it so I don't s- know
0: how you're going to... The fact is, a woman with no funny no, had a baby. There's no
1: fact here. Yeah, right? there is. He would have had to have stabbed her in the stomach. There is fact, And then, very, and, then and then very carefully stabbed her in the baby factory and then lined them up. <laughs> All right, maybe and
0: then people do funny things when they're angry. <laughs> move the intestine out of the way. It is an absolute nonsense story. I don't know how you think this section is going to work if you just shout it down. Peacock and Gamble podcast
1: was devised and performed by Ray Peacock and Ed Gamble. All music by the Tiger Lilies, except for the last one, which is performed by Frank Sidewaters. Peacock and Gamble podcast is a ready production hosted by Uk. See you next week.
0: What was that thing you told me on the phone the other night? I'll need more than that. I phoned, <laughs> I phoned you about
1: seven times a day for upwards of an hour.
0: I was in the car on the way to a gig. It really made me laugh, though. Was you that, were watching that, was something that? on telly.
1: Oh, about a quiz? Yeah, that was it. About, about a quiz. the yeah, okay. It was it was um Wogan's perfect recall. <laughs> and I wasn't even watching it, I was just flicking through the channels and I stopped yes. at it for a second and the thirty seconds I saw made me laugh enough to ring you and tell you. <laughs> and that was because they had to they had to finish whatever the question was. And and the question was, uh, Shane Ritchie presents the programme called Don't Forget the <laughs> Right, and a woman buzzed in and went, Buzzcocks. <laughs> <laughs> it really really made me laugh
0: that was it yeah, don't forget the buzzcocks cuts. <laughs>